Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Hope you're getting through day one of the Florida lockdown here. If you're not essential business or you're essential worker, you don't need to be out right now. There's a lot of bosses out there that are telling their employees that they're essential and they're not even close to being essential. They just don't give a fuck. That's exactly, they, they're basically telling the Florida State to suck their dicks. That's exactly what they're doing. So I hope you're going. You're getting through uh, day one of the Florida lockdown. If you want to check out my website, you can go to Tuttle.net. If you want to check out my video page, which uh, goes directly to my YouTube page, go to TuttleTV.com. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell so you're alerted anytime I go live or I put any new uploads up. Uh, so if you'd like to email me, you can do that. Questions and comments, email me Tuttle. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And if you would like to donate to the cause, help me out. All my content is free. All the video stuff I put out, all the podcast audio that I put out, it's all free. But if you would like to donate, help me out through this tough time. I know you guys are, you know, I I know a lot of people are saving their money uh, because some people are out of work right now. But if you can donate a dollar, it would be great. Greatly, greatly appreciated. You can do that by going to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. It's a lockdown. Right, people, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Right, people, nobody move, right? Nobody move. Nobody gets fucking truncheoned in the face. This is a lockdown, right? What that means is this office is now an isolation unit. Do not use the phones. No fucking emails. Yes, we are now officially in day one of the Florida lockdown. Hope you guys got all the stuff that you needed. You can still go out to the stores if you want. Uh, I know a lot of the uh, grocery stores like Publix and Winn-Dixie will be open. But our great governor, Ron DeSantis, decided to finally put us down, put us on lockdown. After a lot of resistance, he decided to do it because, you know, he saw how serious Trump was taking this whole pandemic. Now and DeSantis, great guy. I've liked some of the things he's done. I talked about it yesterday. Him paving the way for local government not being able to stop people from getting their medical marijuana, as well as uh, giving a lot of taxpayer money to help fix our waterways here in the state of Florida. But he locked us down after a lot of resistance. But he just can't help himself. He's got to keep it out there, and he's he's worried about getting reelected more than the safety and lives of the citizens here in the state of Florida because he's worried about the religious base. The religious base is going to vote. We need to please them. So even though these dumbasses that think that they need to go to church and worship God in, in this time, I think God would understand. You can worship from home. You can pray, read scripture and all the good stuff that you religious people do. But Ron DeSantis is making it confusing because there's a lot of local government that's saying the, the churches are not allowed to hold service. And you're running into a little bit of a sticky situation here 
because yes, it's very, very important in our country for freedom of religion, but you got to be smart at this time. You have to be smart. And these people that want to go and congregate and, and go to a church, they're putting all the other non-religious people in danger because they could be going there, catching it, going back into their communities, going to their friends and families and infecting them with this deadly disease. So uh, here's the audio story that broke last night on 11 o'clock news. The governor stating right here his executive authority trumps any local order. At the crux of it all, church services. Hillsborough leaders have banned any large gatherings in the name of public health. And they should. <laughs> they should because a lot of these religious people think I can go to church. God's going to protect me. He's not going to let me get sick. Uh, where was God? Why would God let this whole pandemic happen if he even existed, guys? I mean, there are some of these parents and I think their kids definitely need to be taken away from them. Kids that have life-threatening diseases or procedures that they need, just minor procedures that they need to be able to get healthy and live a healthy life, their parents won't give them. They won't take them to the doctor because some people in this country believe that God will heal their children. God will, will heal them from the sickness or deformities or, or anything they got going on in their life and they don't believe in science. I, I would like to hear from you, Tuttle at gmail.com. Do you think that the state or the government needs to step in and, and, and take these kids away from these parents that hide behind religion and say that God's going to help them and cure their kids? No. Science. Science is where it is. Science is fact. You can't prove that there is a God. If you can, hell, I believe it. I'll believe in him. Uh, do I believe in a higher power? Yes. But at some point, when it comes to safety of minors and, and, and people in the community that are not religious, you have to step in. Uh, people can go back and worship when this is all said and done and it's safe, but right now is not the time for it. Meantime, Governor Ron DeSantis is giving them the go-ahead. As Florida's statewide order looms. And this is exactly what I said that it's all about. He is trying to please his voting base, the religious right, the people that don't believe in abortions. He's he's letting them. He's saying, hey, guess what? I'm your governor. You voted for me. I hope I can count on your vote again. I don't give a damn about the public safety. I just care about your votes for your right to be able to pray and go and go and worship God that that you don't get sick. That's exactly what he's doing. Confusion builds from coast to coast. But it's it's causing those of us who are tasked with enforcing the law to scramble. Governor Ron DeSantis amending his statewide safer at home order just five hours after the fact behind closed doors. It states this order shall supersede local officials. I tell you what happened. Some big money pastor, some guy that runs a mega church, made a call, greased the wheels, and by grease, throw a little bit of cash at it for re-election campaign or maybe some money under the table. You never know. This type of stuff gets done on the state and local government levels all the time. The wheels were greased on this one. If it, He amended his order behind closed doors. Why didn't we know about that? Here in the state of Florida, everything is supposed to to be transparent and, and open. Everything is supposed to be out in the open. Why was this done behind closed doors? Clear so we can spineless. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. State Attorney Andrew Warren worries people will ignore the county's social distancing order and attend Sunday church services in person. 
This week, deputies arrested a Tampa megachurch pastor, Rodney Howard Brown, for hosting two packed Sunday services. Let's be honest here. On the other end, you've got the greedy-ass pastors that are taking advantage of their congregations uh, and, and fleecing them for all their hard-earned money. The collection plates have been empty for the past couple of weeks now, and they need to make up the uh, the downfall. They need a windfall of money right now. They need you to... The usual gratuity, not gratuity, but well, it is kind of gratuity towards God. But the collection plates need 10% of your, your weekly income. And now I'm sure they're going to come back and say, yeah, man, it's been three weeks. God, God's pockets are kind of empty, even though I don't know if God has pockets in a robe. I don't even know. Does I, God probably doesn't even wear clothes. God probably has one of the most impressive penises you could ever think of. So I know if I had a godlike penis, I wouldn't wear any clothes. This is going to lead to more hospitalizations, more outbreak, and ultimately more deaths. The governor's order states churches are essential. How is it essential? I mean, haven't these guys, uh, these people in the congregation been praying as hard as they can every single day? It didn't work. We're going through some of the shittiest times our country has seen in a, in a, in a hundred years, in a century. So the praying wasn't doing any good for you. So why is it essential? Please give me one common sense, one logical answer to prove to me why churches are essential. Doubling down tonight, he says services are needed now more than ever. I don't know that they would have the authority, quite frankly, to close a religious service. I mean, like, the Constitution doesn't get suspended here. There's got to be ways where you can accommodate. So I would tell them, work with the folks. What is it about politicians that make them the most uh, illogical people on the face of the earth? I mean, when you sign and get sworn in as a politician, do you lose all the common sense that God gave you? It's it's so fucking mind-boggling to why some of the decisions that they're making. You can do online church services. We are in a new era. We have technology at our hands right now. So they do not need to be going to a church, getting everybody infected, and, and bringing it back into our communities. These people should be held liable if anybody dies because they had to go out and pray to some imaginary guy that they believe lives on a cloud. Now moving forward, Hillsborough County leaders telling me tonight they plan on issuing guidelines to area churches, urging them to follow all CDC distancing. In Tampa tonight, Ryan Smith, ABC Action News. Now, I don't know if you guys have been following the news. I think pretty much anything out there right now is coronavirus related, but there is a couple of cases that are happening to spread around all the Amazon warehouses because they have been busy as hell right now because everybody's ordering online. It's either you don't want to go to the grocery store or you can't find the item that you need. But a lot of Amazon employees are really, really upset with their company because they feel like they're not getting protected and they feel like they're not getting protected from this pandemic right now. And a lot of them are wanting Amazon to do something about it. And this is a press conference that one of the uh, union workers for Amazon had. And he had an interesting uh, item that Amazon sells that he says is non-essential. They should not be selling non-essential items. If you go on the website, all the essential items are, are sold out. Until you restock and until you close this building, shut it down. 
Dildos are not uh, essential items. <laughs> well, I mean, for some people, dildos might be a little essential, but I mean, you got to get creative in these hard times right now. Like I've been saying, the people that have lived with so little, not poor, poor people, but people that are just the working class people are going to be the ones that are going to make it through this hard times because they can adapt. So I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that I can, can adapt and maybe use other household materials. Materials, maybe like the the plumber handle, you know, you can always stick that right up against the wall and and get it get taken from behind from the uh, the plunger handle. Books for kids, yes, but dildos. No. Now I wonder when you're ordering a dildo, can you like pick out what race do you want? Like if I wanted a Latin lover uncircumcised, do you, do they even sell uncircumcised dildos? Because some women from what I hear are into that. I, I, I'm circumcised, but I know some women feel like they get more pleasure from an uncircumcised penis. Uh, but back to the dildo thing. Yeah. Can you pick out the color? Maybe, you know, you want to go for a big mandingo. You want it. You want to get taken you you got jungle fever and you want a little bit something extra and do they make the black dildos bigger than the white dildos now are the asian dildos a little bit smaller i'm just saying how anatomically correct are they making the the dildos you're getting from amazon dildos i have to give props to the sunshine state congratulations bravo Bravo! You guys have proved yourself that you are the state with the most highly concentrated, most daring pedophiles in this great United States of America. Uh, a lot of these kids now are learning online, and a lot of them are using the new app Zoom. I don't know if it's particularly new, but I, I've not checked it out yet. But a lot of these teachers are using these video chat services to be able to teach their kids uh, from home. So they're doing this online teaching right now. And wouldn't you know, some Floridian pedophile, some scumbag would learn how to hack the system and get in. And a man exposed himself to a bunch. And I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing that Florida always shows up and steps up to the plate and knocks it out of the park, hits it right on the nails, dead center, not dead center, right into the power alley. Crazy story, you know, I found out today schools all over Central Florida are taking steps to make sure kids are safe online. In some counties, teachers uh, can't do live videos or use Zoom. Here in Orange County, teachers are asked to use apps like Canvas, for example. This happening after um, a few kids in Apopka got quite a scary surprise yesterday. He said... That was just a really weird class and disgusting. Alexis Neely still can't believe the surprise. She says her 14-year-old son was... Can you please stop calling it a surprise? Because that's something a pedophile would say to a kid trying to lure him into his ice cream truck or creepy uh, van with no windows saying, I got a surprise for you. So basically, you're saying this man's dick was a surprise. You're calling a, a pedophile's penis a surprise. Forced to see during his virtual math class yesterday. He told me that when they were in class, um, 
all of a sudden a man came on the screen who was naked. Now, I could have <laughs> I could have let the guy off maybe a little bit. He just still deserves a beaten, but if he would have been like recreating the scene from Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> like Buffalo Bill with his penis tucked where you do every guy's done that. Come on. I'll admit it. I've stood in front of a mirror with my penis tucked in between my legs where it looks like I have a mangina. I didn't like try to recreate the whole Buffalo Bill thing where he would be like, I'd fuck me. And had exposed himself to all the kids. Her son, she told me, goes to Wolf Lake Middle School in Apopka. Now, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. This is horrible what happened to these kids, and they had to see this. But what I, oh man, I probably shouldn't, uh, it is a podcast, I'll say it. Does it make it worse or better if the penis was erect? Like, what I'm saying is if it was the erect penis that he flashed to the students, does that make this whole situation a whole different ball game and make it even worse? Because that means he had gotten it up and he had been taking care of himself, pounding one out before he ended up doing that. I think there is a difference. I think it's way worse if it was an erect penis versus a soft penis. He said he really didn't want to talk about it right then and there because he just didn't want to relive the memories or the images. I'm working to find out how the unknown man gained access to the Zoom session, but today that's why OCPS leaders told me teachers really should not use Zoom. Just had a thought here. Maybe the government needs to start hiring these pedophiles because, yes, a lot of them do get caught online. But think of all the pedophiles that do not get caught because they're so good at hacking and doing all this other sneaky bullshit online. The government needs to hire them for the NSA, you know, to do some black ops type bullshit. Our pedophiles could help us win cyber terrorism against the Red Army in China. Meantime, we made some calls today and found out what's being done to keep kids all over Central Florida safe when it comes to online learning. In Marion County, for example, I learned the Chromebooks the kids get have filters to block inappropriate content. You know, I know, everybody knows these kids today know how to get around workarounds when it comes to ad filters and, and content filters that are put on laptops. You know for a fact there's a teenage boy somewhere that's already got a workaround and, and has been hammering one out for days since you gave him that Chromebook. Brevard County is asking teachers not to do live video sessions. And back here in Orange County, Neely told me she's hoping her son never has to experience what he saw again. Fingers crossed that the other stuff that they're using is going to be a lot better. Yeah, and OCPS police and Apopka police are working this case here in Orange County. At last check, I'm told no one is behind bars. And the bad thing is they haven't even caught this dude yet. I don't even know if he showed his face or not, but say maybe they round up a whole bunch of pedophiles. Do you make the kids go through the traumatizing situation again and have a penis lineup? Are the kids going to have to pick the dick out of a lineup so they can bust this sicko. I don't know. As a parent, 
as a parent, if I had a child and the only way I could pit that pedophile away is for my kid to have to be able to pick the dick out of a lineup, I think I might have to so I can pit this scumbag away so he can't do this same thing to another child. Back in the 1980s, during the height of the AIDS crisis. Now, this is something I was not even aware of. I knew that there were some guidelines and restrictions, but I thought maybe in this day and age, the way that we can test blood now and make sure that it's not infected with diseases. But gay men right now have to have uh, be abstinent for a year from having sex to be able to donate blood. And let's be real. How do you even know half the people are even telling the truth? But I have no problem with this. With the pandemic going on, they've got a shortage of blood. And now they're going to ease the restrictions and make it, I think, bump it down to three months of not having any gay sex. But uh, the way I look at it right now, the way that they can test it, they should be able to find out if it's infected with anything or not. And let's be honest, heterosexuals, men, women, uh, we do a lot of fucked up things in our life, a lot of risky behavior, uh, if it's with drugs or or uh, casual sex that heterosexuals have all the time, uh, they could easily have AIDS or hepatitis just as easy as a gay man. I can see why some people might be a little bit hesitant. Uh, the religious people not wanting to have gay blood in them thinking, oh, if I got gay blood in me, I'm going to start giving men oral. This gay blood's going to make me take it in the pooper. No, that's not the case, guys. If it all came down to it, life or death, you're not going to know the difference in the blood or not. This The reason why gay men are not allowed to donate blood is because of the religious right. That's the only reason that they're doing it because you can get infected and get dirty blood from a heterosexual just as easy. Yes, gay sex is a little bit more rough. There's a lot more fluids, blood, semen, all that stuff is mixed in. So it is a little bit riskier. I'm just saying heterosexuals do risky shit as well. Gay and bisexual men were banned from donating blood. This policy is rooted in. Does this apply to just men that like to blow each other or, or give each other oral? I mean, are they safe? Because, I mean, heterosexuals have oral sex all the time and, and people think that that's not much of a risk. So, yes, are you allowed to blow each other and still give blood. These are the important questions we all need to know. Anti-LGBT and anti-HIV stigma. In 2015, the rules were changed to allow gay and bisexual men to donate blood, but only if they had been celibate for a year. Come on, let's be real here. Let's throw it out all out on the table here. Gay men are horny as shit. And I don't blame them because the one problem us as men have is that we want to have sex all the time. And the problem that we have is our significant other or the opposite sex does not want to have sex at that time. So what do you think is going to happen when you pit two men who both love to have sex and they're gay? Of course, they're going to be having tons of sex. Do you think any most gay men, I, I don't think a lot of gay men have gone a year without having sex. I just don't see it. And on the other side, are they going to tell the truth? How are you going to be able to enforce that? Are you going to hook up every homosexual to a lie detector test before you, you put the spike in their arm to get their blood? Hell no, you're not. Now, as the world fights coronavirus, the FDA says it's in dire need of blood 
to encourage more donations, the FDA is again lessening the restriction on gay and bisexual men, saying they can now donate blood if they have been celibate for three months. This is an encouraging sign. I mean, it's unfortunate that it takes a public health crisis to see movement like this. Look, I have absolutely no problem with it. Today's technology, we should be able to test any any type of blood and be able to find traces of HIV or AIDS or hepatitis, any of the so-called gay diseases that the religious right like to throw out there. I have no problem with it. I would take gay man's blood all the time. I would take any gay man's uh, fluids. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. The bizarre derailment ended here, just 250 yards from the U.S. naval ship Mercy. In true American fashion, we never miss an opportunity for the craziness in people to come out. You always got that one guy with a screw loose that's just looking for any reason to go postal. And this train conductor ended up trying to take, take out the Navy ship. Docked at the Port of Los Angeles. It has non-COVID hospital patients on board. Federal agents say 44-year-old Eduardo Moreno. Guilty. Yes, I said guilty. Anytime I hear one of those names like that, I'm, yep, he's guilty. That sounds like a guilty name. The train engineer purposely ran it off the tracks. They say his intention was to crash it into the USNS Mercy. Now, how does that work? you got to know the guy is got some craziness in him because trains only go in the direction of the tracks. The boat is in water. How the hell were you going to try to take out some Navy ship sitting in aqua? Yes, I said aqua because the guy is a Spanish train engineer. How are you going to take out a boat when your train is limited to the tracks that it runs on? Just before 1230 Tuesday afternoon, a CHP officer says he saw Moreno purposefully run the train off the tracks through concrete and steel barriers, through a chain link fence and three unoccupied cars before it finally came to a stop. Luckily, no one was hurt. That CHP officer and port police took Moreno into custody. He apparently told the CHP officer he believed the USNS Mercy was tied to a government plot. I wouldn't be shocked to find out that this was probably Alex's Jones stuntman, his stunt guy that goes his, his man on the street. I bet you this was Alex Jones's man on the street guy. He was out stunting, trying to get some uh, publicity for Alex Jones, and this is what happened. The guy almost took out a Navy ship for a radio bed. He said the whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on here. Now they will. He was taken into custody where he told FBI agents he did it out of a desire to wake people up. Hey, Jose Moreno. I think that's what his name was. Jose Moreno. Guess what? Thanks to that old patriot George W. signed into law, you're not going to see the light of day. That's true, man. You probably will not even get in a tra get a trial because this will most likely be classified as straight up terrorism, domestic terrorism, and you are going to be thrown under the jail. Moreno stated that he thought the USNS Mercy was suspicious and did not believe the ship is what they say it's for. I know it's a little bit too early in the year right now, but I can already make a call on this. I bet the most unoriginal, most overused costume uh, coming up on October 31st. 
31st, which will be Halloween, will be somebody dressed as Joe Exotic. Everybody in their mind is going to be going as Joe Exotic for Halloween. But Joe Exotic is in the news and there's reports coming out that your beloved Tiger Razor, your Tiger Keeper, your Tiger King has the coronavirus. The man known to fans of Tiger King as Joe Exotic is now quarantined for coronavirus in a Fort Worth prison. Joe Maldonado Passage was sentenced to 22 years in prison after being convicted of more than a dozen counts of animal cruelty and conspiring to kill a woman. His husband Dylan Passage told Variety Live he does not believe Maldonado Passage actually has the virus, but adds he has not been able to speak to him since he was moved from Oklahoma to the Fort Worth prison facility. Katie Johnston for CBS 11 News. Now this is just a random thought that I was having. Is going to jail easier if you were a gay man? And Hear me out on this, okay? A lot of heterosexual men, the one thing that they're worried about when they go to prison or jail is that they're going to get taken advantage of. They're going to have to have gay sex. Uh, uh, now, a gay man going in there, they could look at it in a couple of different ways. They could look at it as, hey, I have a captive audience here. There's some gay men in here, and there's a lot of heterosexual men that I most likely would not have a chance with in everyday society. But here in prison, I've got a captive audience of heterosexual men that want to have sex. They, they're not, they're not gay. Uh, so that's not my problem, but they want to do what they want to do because they have their sexual needs. It's just a question that I was pondering if, you know, going to prison would be a little bit easier for gay men. All right, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, I might do, I'm going to try to do a podcast this weekend. I, I'm going to go for six days in a row and see how that works out. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. If you want to check out my videos, go to TuttleTV.com. Hit subscribe and hit that bell so you're alerted anytime I go live or I put anything new when it comes to uploads. Uh, if you want to donate to the cause, all my content is free. You can go to my PayPal, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Any questions or comments, email me, Tuttle. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Hope you guys have a great day. Remember the lockdown. Be safe. Be smart. Be careful. I'll talk to you tomorrow.